Welcome back to Moneybag Market, the Moneymakers Podcast. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Moneybag Market. This is Market Crash Course Part 1. In this series, we're going to be covering the basics of the stock, ETF, bond, crypto, and forex markets. But before we do that, in part one, we're going to talk about what every investor needs and why they need these tools. So every good investor does these things, these three things that I'm going to discuss. If you're watching on Instagram, you'll be able to see the video and you can follow along on the slideshow. If not, I suggest you tune in so that you can kind of get a better picture. Take notes if you're listening on Spotify, Anchor, or any other podcast platform. Technical analysis is the first tool that I consider very important. The two technical analysis indicators that I favor are the alligator, which tracks three different moving averages. Moving averages basically just tell us based off of now, depending on which moving average you're using, you can use a 13-day moving average or you can use a 200-day moving average, any number in between. But it'll track that number of days and take the average of those days and plot it on the graph at the point that you're at. And basically what it's telling you is that for the past number of days, it has been at this point. So the alligator moving average, it's three different moving averages all plotted at the same time. I believe it's the 13, the 6, and the 4. And basically what they do is they are tracking the movement of the stock over like, you know, longer periods of time. And whenever the indicators are all moving in the same direction in a straight line, it means that the market is definitely moving in that direction. Whenever they're all jumbled up together or what they like to call the alligators asleep, it means that the market is not really predictable right now or it's fighting resistance. And then we have the uh, stochastic RSI. This is another moving average on top of another one, but it's off the graph. So it's below the chart. This is where you find the stochastic RSI. And basically, we're looking for what we call crossovers. And every time we see a crossover, it kind of indicates that the market is going to veer off in another direction versus the direction it was headed in for the time period before. Those are the two technical analysis indicators that I like. There's lots out there. And honestly, I would recommend looking into them so that you find the ones that suit your needs the best over the timeframes that you're predicting the market. And, you know, again, indicators are often fought over. People have opinions about different ones and whether or not they work. It just depends on which ones work for you. And then we have the second tool that every investor needs is fundamental analysis. This is just being able to read the news, understanding what's going on in like society as a whole, the world economy as a whole, and just reading about different articles that might have to do with, let's say, a specific stock is losing money because you heard in the news that their CEO was doing something scandalous. So that kind of information is important because it's going to have a direct effect on the stock of that company. And sometimes it doesn't and sometimes it does. But having that background, it will better prepare you for future trades. Uh, The second thing that I want to emphasize are dividends. I always look for stocks that pay a dividend because it's basically a payment they make from their finances to stockholders. So a company without a dividend, um, I consider them to disvalue their investors. They don't really have a interest in doing what is better for their stockholders. But people who have higher dividend payments, I respect the company more. And I think the company is more likely to perform better in the future because they actually have enough capital to part ways with and give to their investors that they could have used for other resources. A sign of good faith is what I like to call it. 
Um, then the last three you can find on the financial statements, we have return on investments, return on assets, and return on equity. All of these can be Google searched for any company if you aren't using an actual screener to look for stocks. But basically what these indicate is that the company is performing, it's using its resources correctly. The business model that they have in place, whatever that may be, is doing a good thing for its company. They're able to have a positive return on investment means that their investments are actually bringing money back in, a positive return on assets. Their assets are also bringing money back in and a positive return on equity, meaning their equity is bringing in a return. So when comparing company A to company B, Looking at these values helps me see which company is doing better with the money that they're given. I'm more likely to invest in the company with a higher ROI, ROA, and ROE, and that pays a higher dividend simply because it's a better company, it's doing better with its money, and it cares about its investors. Finally, I want to talk about diversification and risk management. These can be separate points, but for the sake of time, I'm com compiling them into one. Diversification is just not putting all your eggs in one basket, not investing all your portfolio into the entire part of the technological industry or into the healthcare and pharmaceutical industry or into the transportation and industrials or energy. So making sure that you have money in all different sectors is really important because if one sector falls, your other sectors can hold it up. And that's kind of where diversification ends and risk management begins. Risk management is not risking more than a certain percentage, depending on your portfolio size and pretending on your risk, like like how much you're allowing yourself to risk. Honestly, um, this kind of if you're in terms of day trading, oftentimes there's a rule of thumb of not risking more than two percent on a specific trade, which is very important for those of you who like to day trade. Don't risk more than 2% of your entire portfolio on a specific stock in a specific market for a specific day trade because that's risking too much. You're over leveraging and you're not allowing your account to perform under regular market standard and you're not allowing your account to grow at a regular rate, a controllable rate. You might make more money, but you could also lose more money. So good risk management is very important. So like I said, these are the three slash four tools I think are very important. But when it comes to investing in the stock market and being an independent trader, not giving your money to somebody else to take care of it for you, these tools are very important because any good trader knows how to read a graph. They know how to read the news and they understand how to diversify and lessen their risk. That's just how it works. So if the if this made sense to you, which I hope that it did, I really hope that you take this into your own practice and you start to look for these indicators in fundamental technical analysis and further diversify your portfolio if you are invested in a specific industry and you didn't even realize. That's putting all your eggs in one basket, like I've mentioned previously, and you're risking potential losses that you could have avoided by splitting up your money into different sectors. Thank you. Thank you so much for making it to the end of another episode of Money Bag Market. As always, another episode is coming your way this week on Sunday. Like, subscribe, and share with your friends.